The moment the two alpha wolves strode into the town hall in human form, my heart began to sound like a jackhammer in my ears. I hadn't expected them to be quite so handsome. I hadn't expected their eyes to be quite so piercing. I wasn't sure quite what I'd been expecting, but it hadn't been this. Considering that for my entire life, I'd always been told that all wolf shifters were basically wild, bloodthirsty monsters— I supposed I'd been expecting these two alpha wolves to appear dirty and unkept, maybe even with smudges of blood around their mouths, even in human form. I supposed I'd expected them to have crazed eyes and tangled, matted hair. I supposed I'd expected them to come snarling into the town hall, ready to drag me away by my ponytail. But nothing about the two alphas was as I'd imagined it would be. Their dark t-shirts were clean, as were their jeans that hung low on their slim hips. They were also both clean-shaven, and their hair, which was fairly short, wasn't tangled or matted at all. However, I knew that just because the Alphas were very attractive and well-groomed didn't mean that they weren't just as evil as I'd always been told all wolf-shifters were. In fact, Mayor Jackson had told me to expect this when he told me about the two Alpha wolves that would be among the bidders coming to the auction that day. He said that the wolves were sly and cunning and always up to trickery. So now, seeing them in the auction hall, I assumed their appearances were just part of that trickery. They were clean-cut and well-groomed on the outside to mask rotten to the core insides, I figured, which just bolstered my resolve to sacrifice myself for my younger sister, Skye. Skye and I, as well as all the other young, unmarried, twenty-something-aged women in our town, had recently undergone forced medical examinations to determine fertility. Ever since the freeze, a catastrophic weather event that had wiped out most of the world's population several hundred years earlier, female fertility had been in steep decline. Shifters, human men who could transform into various animals, had also been stalking the world at that time. Now, in the present day, some impoverished towns in northern Michigan, like Greenleaf, my town, had begun testing young women for fertility. Those deemed fertile were sold at auctions where savage shifters, usually wolves, would purchase young fertile women in order to mate with them and reproduce so their lines wouldn't die out. After the medical exams, which had been given by a visiting fertility doctor from a different town, the fertility results were stored in a file in the town medical center to be kept secret, even from those tested, until the mayor had a chance to take a look at them. But I'd beaten him to it. For years, I'd been volunteering at the town medical center, cleaning, comforting the sick, and fixing meals, so I had keys to all the exam rooms and storage cabinets. Upon taking a peek at the results, I'd learned that Skye and a few other women from Greenleaf had been declared completely fertile. Most of the young women had been declared completely infertile. I had been one of those young women. Once I'd done some quick thinking and decided on a plan, it had been easy enough for me to switch my test results with Skye's. In less than 30 seconds, I'd carefully peeled Skye's and my patient name stickers off the forms, switched them, and put our forms back in the file. I'd done it without so much as a moment's hesitation. My little sister was the most important person in the world to me, and there was no way in hell I was going to let her be sold to the wolves. As her big sister, I was determined to protect her, like I'd been doing since our parents had died four years earlier, one right after the other, when I'd been around twenty and Skye only sixteen. I hadn't told Skye about my little switch of our fertility records. I figured she didn't need to know about the sacrifice I was making. 
She'd just try to stop me, I knew, and my mind was completely made up. And as far as her now thinking she was completely infertile, I figured the opposite being true would just be a nice surprise for her when she got married and discovered she wasn't infertile after all. By that time, as a married woman, she'd be safe from ever being sold at auction. She'd be safe from the wolves. I knew that eventually, after several months or a year or so, the wolves would find out about my deception when I never became pregnant. They wouldn't be able to prove it, but they'd at least suspect some sort of trickery, I was sure. I didn't care. I didn't even care if they killed me at that point. Once it became clear I wasn't going to produce children for them. I didn't even care if I'd lose my life. All I cared about was protecting Skye, and that was all that was important. That was what I'd kept repeating to myself over and over right then in the town hall, standing on a platform with the other young women being sold at auction.